Hello and welcome to my channel. My name is Stephanie Lopez and I help ladies to create a healthy relationship with mind, body, and food. And I also share my life. So, uh, we share behind the scenes of what it is to be a regular mom, single mom, um, with a regular job and creating her own business, being an entrepreneur and influencer. So this morning I was about to sit down and get ready for filming a video that I need to film and I was like, you know what, let's just sit down and also film a get ready with me while we talk about my story. I've been filming videos for a while now here on YouTube and I noticed that I haven't like really sit down and talk with you about my story. So what it is that make me be where I am right now and wanting to do what I do and a little bit about my goals, you know? So as I mentioned in the intro, my name is Stephanie and I, okay, I don't know how to do this. I'm probably gonna sit down and talk and not even get ready, so. All right, so I guess we're all going to start by the fact that by when after I got divorced, when I got divorced, I was like overweight, I was super depressed, postpartum depression, I had two babies, one behind the other, and I got divorced, it was not a good one, um, and I don't know, I was really, really like already in a dark place, but then I started like reuniting with my friends and going out and partying, and I took it all on partying and getting drunk and high, and I got my dark days to be honest and it came to a point where honestly I I don't even know I'm still alive well I do now um, I just didn't feel my purpose here on earth but it's a miracle that I'm like still here and I almost had like really bad car accidents I was driving so drunk I didn't even remember when I was home um, and I had this really horrible situation with a friend that I had um, Where I was like really scared for my life and I told him like if you want to die you can die, but let me get out of the car Because um, I want to go back home to my kids and that's when I first realized that You know, I needed to make a change, but I was so deep in my dark space that I didn't know how so I somehow keep um, this lifestyle. And for some reason, I think I'm gonna cry. Uh, for some reason, I had this dream about me getting ready to go out with my girlfriends for the, it was like for the next four months. I had this dream that I was getting out to go out with my girlfriends and one friend that we, me and him had in common called me um, and told me, hey Steph, the, have you seen this guy, the name of the person? And I was like, I saw him last night, um, but we didn't talk much. And she was like, oh, um, I got notified that he had an accident and he died. And I was like, devastated. And for the next four months, I thought maybe it was like a guilt for what I told him that day because I knew he was in a bad shape as well and he needed help but I was personally not in a place where I could help this person and the best thing I could do was to cut it off even though we still remain like friends and we went 
see each other and hanging out and stuff like that we will say hi but I could not have him because he was being really reckless when it comes to his life and his driving and I could not risk that anyways long story short four months later after my encounter with him I was out with my girlfriend we were having a mini burger sliders and he came in and I saw him and we look at each other we smile at each other and he came to me we talked for a few seconds and then his girlfriend came in so he was like, okay we keep talking later um, my girlfriend is here and I was like, okay so we ate and we decided to leave we wanted to stay there and hang out and for some reason when I was leaving something told me to stop and look at him and I immediately created like this Kodak moment this picture of him and he looked at me and like I looked at him and I had this weird feeling and I left <clears throat> so my girlfriends and I decided to the next day go out to bike riding and when I'm getting ready I got this phone call and I was like yeah um, it was the friend that me and him had in common and she told me hey have you seen him and I was like, yeah, I saw him last night, but we couldn't talk much. And I think he's already sounding familiar because it is. Um, so she's like, hey, have you seen him? And I was like, yeah, I saw him last night. We couldn't talk uh, much. He was doing fine. And she was like, I got a call from a friend and that she saw on the newspaper that he had a car accident and he died. And I was like, I immediately, like, I already had this weird sensation when I had that call. Um, especially as the events of the call keep happening and I keep having, like, this reminder of my dream. Deja vu, you call it, whatever. Anyway, I immediately knew that my dream was actually preparing me to what was going to happen. And that actually took me in an even darker place. Um, um, <laughs> try not to cry and ruin my makeup um, so I wasn't raised with my birth mom I was raised by my dad and my stepmom and after I started having my kids I started to thanks to social media reconnect with my birth mom and she was like always there she always remember everything um, important appointments and she was a person I could talk about things that I couldn't talk with my dad my dad was super strict and they're also like religious people church people so there were a few things that I never had the felt comfortable to talk about so I was like yeah um, I, I could talk about those things with my birth mom so we started to have a good relationship and she knew what was like what was going on and it came to a point where I said I need a change and if I don't if I don't make a change now things are not gonna end well for me and that's when she said why don't you move here with us and I always 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 knew that I wanted to live in the United States but I never had the courage because it's a big change and I was scared so I never did and she encouraged me to do that and I finally decided, you know what, let's just do it because I need a change and if I don't change something 
soon ASAP. Um, things are not gonna end up well for me either. So I left to Virginia, and the first few weeks were amazing. Um, I was in this new country, state, where absolutely everything is freaking different. Everything. Um, lifestyle, culture, thinking, personalities, um, everything is different. Obviously, right? Um, but I fell in love with it and I immediately knew that was my home. I knew it. As soon as I got there, I knew that's where I was meant to be. But of course, I'm new. I don't have friends. At that point still, um, those are the only family that I had and not even a month later, things did not start to be well and my birth mom started to show me this other side of her that I didn't know yet and instead of me going to the United States to like get my shit back together and you know fix my life and whatever get out of depression I was getting sucked back into it and it came to a point where I was even so skinny that my friends would text me and be like girl you are way too skinny what's going on with you and I was like no no I'm okay I'm okay but I was scared of everything every time I hear my phone I was scared to death about what she was gonna come at now because she will always have an excuse to like take money away from me to the point where she even started to charge me to take care of the boys and it hit me really because my stepmom has never had the audacity to do something like that to me still until this day when I came back to Puerto Rico my stepmom never ever did that to me you know it's to grandkids how the hell you dare to see your kids like at work and she would tell me that um, taking care of my kids was a full-time job and blah, blah blah and she needed money or she was not gonna take care of them and if I didn't pay her she would kick me out because she knew I had nowhere to go no friends no nothing so she took advantage of that for a long time and then she started to find excuses or lie about things to get me to pay her more like by example my sister Ever since the day one that I moved there, her bed was broken. I remember I was sleeping like this side because her bed was broken. And then she decided to blame my kids while I was awake. So I didn't say it. So I, I couldn't prove that they didn't do it. But she would start like, oh, your kids broke your sister bed. You need to pay her $200 to buy a new bed. Like, it was like that. Oh, they broke the curtain. You need to pay me to pay this. Oh, they broke this. And it came to a point where I wasn't even... I was over with. One night, I came late from work. I was working 40 hours on Saturday and Sundays only. So, it came to a point where I was only sleeping one hour. And I didn't even want to sleep that hour because I was afraid I was not going to woke up to go to work. So, because I was living far. I was in living in a neighborhood that was far away from where my job is so it was almost an hour driving on top of that so long story short it was bad and i was scared of my phone what she was gonna say now and i was like i i need i needed to be over and one day i think it was a sunday i came from work it was like midnight and she wanted to charge me for something else and i was over and i said no and she said what do you mean no and i was like no because she also would not take care of the kids she lived in a townhouse she would leave the kids alone in my bedroom downstairs and all of them would be upstairs and she would not feed them, bath them, nothing. She would leave them there. Like still to this day, my kids have nightmare about her. They have never 
ever tell me one thing about her. Never. So, um, I was over it. So I pick up the kids, I wake them up, and I took it because she will also let them destroy my room, like my room. You know how you come work 40 hours, less than two days, and, and you come home and your room is completely upside down, your TV is broken, the bed is broken, everything, books and everything is in the floor. Uh, it came to a point where I even think that she was doing it because it was so bad. I was like, how the hell my kids do that? Then I figured out she was not watching them. Um, they would try to go upstairs with them and they were like, she would like yell at him like, go downstairs, stay downstairs. They didn't want him. And, um, yeah. I finally had over it and I grabbed the kids and I left the house I had it was midnight it was cold it was winter and I had nowhere to go but nowhere nowhere to call only co-workers but it feels so good to get out of there um, I feel relief I feel like Gabby is having all this weight on top of me for all this time and when I left instead of me being frustrated that I had nowhere to go I was happy, I was laughing and I was crying, but like, oh, I'm done. I'm done with this person. I don't want to ever know anything else again about this person. And yeah, you know. So I ended in a hotel. I couldn't go to work because I had the kids, um, co-workers. Um, my boss started to like try to find me shelters or a friend trying to find me a, a friend who could help me because shelters were full. It's winter. So my, my co-worker found a friend that he actually rent. He had a huge house and he used to rent his rooms to people, especially people that, you know, were like really in need. So he allowed me to stay there and I stayed there for a couple months. Alright, so my camera ran out of memory. So I had to transport my video. Anyway so what i was saying so i finally got out of there and i got shelter but i was having trouble getting housing and this is like what also inspires me to what i want to do in the near future from here is that that i noticed that um they are very strict to giving people health shelter help shelter um and they don't they don't give a shit about having all these moms with their kids in the street sleeping in the car with kids in the street what i'm saying with this is that in my case um and the shelter um there was this one room with one twin bed that was empty and it stayed empty for like two weeks um because um the lady that was there already vacated and for a person to get in that room it has to be one person if it's a mom with her child she does not qualify to get that room because obviously they both don't fit in the bed even if it's winter and snowing outside like if you're a mom you will give your child the fucking bed and you will sleep in the floor if you need to sleep in the floor but at least they have a they are safe in a house with a heater on and that child is sleeping on a bed but now they rather leave you sleeping in the car and I know this because I had to go every day. You feel like you are this um, ex-convicts in probation. That's how you feel. That's how they treat you when you are in a shelter. You have to like pass all these tests. You have to like check in with them every morning, check in with every night. They will go into your house and to your room, check your stuff and everything like that. 
um, and I had to go and check in and every time me and another girl that were in a shelter um, will go in to check in there was this mom outside and she would go every day asking if they had a room for her and they would tell her no when I know for a fact there was an empty room in the house that I was at um, and it's heartbreaking how they rather do this and I also before um, in that shelter I was in a program uh, where every um, week you will go to a different church and they will give you meals, place to stay and stuff like that and fun things for the kids and they had space for more people but again if if it's space for three people and there comes this family of four they will not give you the space and they will rather leave that slot empty not give you the foods, leave the kids starving outside and cold literally um, so that's a big flop. So anyways, um, I was trying to find a house in. I was like, okay, this is what I can afford. Let's say I can afford a $700 um, house, but my income was 1500. So I was barely paying the rent, water, light, whatever we need, and that's it. But for you to get a house, you had to make three times the rent. So if I could have, if I wanted a $700 house, my income needed to be $2,100. I was now making $2,100, so I would immediately not qualify for a house. Problem number two was that it was me and two kids. So if I was like, okay, my income is $1,500, so that means I can afford a $500 house, but $500 house were one bedroom, then they would rather leave us sleeping in the street in the cold than give us a room because by law, because I have kids, I needed a two-bedroom house, not a one-bedroom house. Again, I will give them the room and I will sleep in the couch, but at least we are in a home safe, better than sleeping in the street, um, staying in shelters, and the kids will be warm, you know, safe. But they don't give a shit about you and your health and your well-being and nothing like that. They don't understand what it is to be a mom and, you know, single. The next struggle that I started to have was that they were, everybody were like, oh, you have kids? And I was like, yeah, you have a husband? I was like, no. And they were like, oh, girl, you need a husband. So people, every time I say that I had kids, will be like, girl, you need a husband. And I, I started to allow that to get in my mind, that I needed a husband. And it became to the point where I felt lonely. Um, I, I, I didn't have my family there with me. So I moved the camera now. I didn't have family. I already had friends that were always there with me and helped me. I made it all the time thanks to the friends that I had. But also because I met them, the best friends that I have right now, I actually met them in the shelter and the program for homeless people and stuff like that. So yeah, I started to feel lonely and I was like, I need a husband, you know? Maybe I do. So I started to have this thing with my coworker and to be honest, I saw the red flags from day one. I knew he was not the one for me, but I was so desperate for like love and attention, having someone. Um, at this point, I'm living in a hotels because on winter hotels do weekly rates and you don't have to worry about um, a lease, your income, nothing. You just go, you pay them the week, 200 and something a week and that's it. And you don't worry about water, light bills, um, contracts lease you don't worry about nothing you just go give me one week and that's it but the problem was that when winter was over you needed to get out so at that time i was living in a hotel and 
Um, things started to get bad in that relationship and then I got pregnant and it came to a point where I was in college and I had two jobs and I was literally not sleeping. I would not remember when I was going home and I almost even crashed um, a few times and I remember two of them where in my dream I was driving the road that I was driving but I'm asleep, I'm dreaming it and out of the sudden um, something white, once was a car and the second time was a person, a white thing. Came out of out of nowhere and when I was about to like, oh my God, I woke up and I was about to crash my car in that exact same place. If that's not eye opening guys, I don't know what it is, but I knew I needed a change. And I remember one day this relationship was being a, becoming a physical abusive relationship. I was pregnant. I was not sleeping for three, four days straight. Again, I was having like from 5.30 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. to sleep, but I was so tired, I didn't know when I to sleep. I would go and take a big ass shower to wake me up because I was scared that I was not gonna wake up to go to work. And I got help from the state. The state was helping me to get um, paid for babysitting and stuff like that. But the part, the hard part of finding a job is that um, babysitting places do not open on Saturdays and Sundays and do not open at nighttime. So, you need to get a job during school times and my specialty was bakery bakery it's nighttime 5 a.m and saturdays and sundays and cleaning and cleaning um if you get a job in hotels don't feel like that you need to work on saturdays and sundays so it, so it was hard it was hard and i one day i called my dad i said i can't do this anymore i need help or um, I'm, something is gonna go wrong i'm gonna die i'm gonna lose my baby and he was like just tell me yes and i'll get you back home and i was like take me back home and i realized i'm staying in my mom's my grandma's i'm staying in my grandma's one bedroom studio and i'm sitting there it was like midnight and i'm sitting there super pregnant and I'm like, wow, I am almost 30 years old and I am a fucking failure. I have no job. I have no career. I failed as a mom. I failed as a woman, as a human, as a daughter. Like, I am nothing and I'm almost 30 years old. And I also knew I was in the wrong place. AKA Puerto Rico is not my home anymore. Unfortunately, it's been five years since that I'm still here, but I knew that was not my home and then one day I wanted to go back but now I had the knowledge of knowing how life is there what is the problem and now I can figure out a way to solve that problem so I don't have that situation anymore and I immediately knew that A I needed to build my own business and B it needed to be a business where I don't depend on the seasons because I was working as a baker in Golden Corral I do miss that job sometimes I will say but um, on summer, I will have overtime and on winter, I will have 12 hours, of 12 hours a week. Who can pay the rent on winter when you're turning heaters on by working 12 hours a week? So I needed a job that I would keep having my income no matter what the season is. And I could take that job with me and I could be with my kids because I also found myself not being with my kids. I was missing out. They were in daycare or with my boyfriend and I was not with them and that's what I knew that I did not just needed to have a business but I needed to have an online business 
so that's how I started so I started to do like my website um, doing YouTube Google every free webinar every free course I started to take it because again I'm a single mom broke as fuck I cannot pay anybody to do this shit for me so I started like doing videos from my iPhone 6 editing it from my iPhone 6 I started to use WordPress and I learned how to do everything myself marketing social media YouTube um, a website design a blog and one of the things that I was struggling is what was I was going to talk about and I noticed that people were coming to me for being a fitness coach because I started my fitness journey I started to work out people were asking me because I totally lost like almost 50 pounds guys and you might think oh but 50 pounds is not that much but I'm four feet tall so those 50 pounds are not going up I totally going to the sides and people would think that I was pregnant again people were like girl you're fat and I was either too fat or too skinny my life story but long story short when I noticed that people were asking me questions I figured I knew that it would have to be about health I at first it was all about fitness but then as my life changed as I became you know started to learn about being a business owner and learning how to be a business owner I learned entrepreneurship mindset leadership I learned a lot of things that completely completely changed my life which I would do the next video will be five things I changed my life five things that helped me change my life and I will talk about that but that's my story that's how I started and that's why I'm here because I wanted to be at home with my kids and right now I'm working I'm getting ready I'm taking my sweet time with my coffee my boys are in the room playing Xbox and my daughter is in the living room watching cartoons interrupting me every five seconds and that's the dream and that's what I wanted to do I wanted to be able to be with my kids and take care of them and if I needed a positive video to go and take care of them for the millionth time I could do it because I'm at home I'm chill I am rested I have my good night's sleep and I'm not missing out on my kids and I'm making my money you know but for my future I found out that even though they had their flaws these people that were doing connection point um, is the center that I was getting my help shelter and food and stuff like that helping homeless people even though I don't agree with a lot of things that they were doing one thing I do have to say is that they helped me on the worst time of my life and when I was feeling scared they made me feel comfortable right relaxed they give me relief and um, they make me feel safe and I knew and I made it my life mission to one day give that back give that help everything that I've received give it back one thing that I love about Virginia is that there is help even that they make it hard for you there are good people out there and one day I reached <laughs> I really want to go to those churches that help me and feed me and go there and say hey I was one of the girls that you helped when I was homeless and here I am I am great I made it I survived I am successful and I am here 
to either make a donation or help you guys when you do this program i want to be a volunteer i want to be able to go there volunteer and help other females other moms that are struggling with the same things that i did struggle because i know what it feels i know the desperation and i know how important for me was that these people helped me that these people gave food to my kids that these people made us laugh helped us made us feel like we were not alone and i it's my mission to one day go back to virginia go back home and never ever depend on anybody or a roommate that will kick me out um worrying about paying rent or anything like that i don't ever want to worry about anything like that and i want to be able to volunteer and go to a shelter and give food to kids that are, are homeless and i really want to do like this program I, I just had this enlightenment last week where i could do like a program to help moms to get like and i don't know how it's, what's the word in spanish but like entrepreneurship like help them to change their mindset and get started on their own journey and teach them like all the things i wish i knew all the things the everything that i have learned over the past five years save those five years to them and say hey this is what you need to do this is your next step this is your next step and help them um to get out of the ground and be able to like support and their families and themselves you know so yeah that's my story that's why i do what i do this is why i started um, influencing and entrepreneurship because I want to have that freedom. I want to have time freedom, schedule freedom, and I want to have financial freedom. So, um, thank you so much for watching this video. I think I finished my makeup. No, I forgot my contour, the most important. Um, so yeah, let's do my contour real quick. See, I told you at some point I was gonna start doing my makeup and start just talking, talking, talking. Classic me, but yeah. So I am actually doing pretty well. I, funny thing, I was homeless in the United States and I own my own here. My I own my own home here in Puerto Rico. Another reason why I came back I was like, why am I struggling so bad to have a home when I own a home back in Puerto Rico, you know? So yeah, I have my own car, brand new car, as you you've been following you already know. You know, I do have support here, I do have my family here. It's, um, I do have a good relationship with my siblings now. Everything is forgiven. But the one person I haven't talked with in like seven, eight years is my birth mom. Ever since I left that house, I haven't talked with her. Um, she's been trying to reach out. And a part of me is like, I forgive her. But just because I forgive her doesn't mean I want her back in my life. You know, she really, I gave her the second chance. Everybody deserves a second chance. And I gave her that second chance. And she run it you know so i i'm not i i cannot put myself back inside that situation ever again and i'm all about energy vibrations you know vibes and this person has a really low energy really negative dark energy and i don't want that in my life to be honest i totally lost my highlight brush and i now i had to do it with my fingers but you can still see that highlight right so yes bitch all right now we're ready to film another video <laughs>
my next video will be I changed my life the five things that totally transformed my life from being from where I was to where I am today so stay tuned for that next video I think it's coming after this one so yeah we're looking better now so thank you so much for watching this video if you did like it please give it a thumbs up and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another video with me and hit the notification bell so that way you get notified too and yeah I will see you on the next video bye